Hello friends, and welcome back to Pondering Pluton with Ajishi Otaro and Hachimitsu Boy. I'm Connor, and I'm here with my co-host Neve. And uh, today, Hi. we will be discussing Chapter 20 of Kumardi High School, uh, which is titled Lost in Cromartie. Uh, yeah. Following our brief ode to procrastination last week, we are again returning to the Mekazawa story for some interesting revelations. Uh, and let me just say before we start, um, apologies to all of our listeners for uh, no episode last week. Um, I was very ill, uh, which I think yeah. you kindly publicized. Um, I did. I don't think you you mentioned you, this, but did you not want me to publicize it? Or no, no, I did. I did. That's why. Okay. Yeah, that's why I'm thanking you. Um. But yeah, so I wasn't sure if it was a sarcastic thank you. No, no at all. Why why did you why why do you think it sounded like that? Well, I I was just making sure. I was just checking like in. Like I wouldn't you. I like I couldn't possibly just like thank you for No, I just I wanted to I just wanted to double check and make sure that that was okay because if it wasn't then I would like try to do better in the future. I just, well, you know what? I it's, wanted to... it's not. Now I decided it's not. Um, so, okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll publicize it since like, I feel like that's more appropriate than you, than you telling everyone that, that I'm sick. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, so I did in fact have COVID. Um, I, I still like probably, I still have it. It's only been, um, like at this point, like five days or whatever since I actually tested positive. Um, I made the bad decision to go on a cruise. Um, I don't think I told you about my cruise. No, you didn't. Yeah. I didn't know you went on a cruise. I did. Yeah. I went, it's, so it was a a cruise of Florida. Um, (laughs) so it started in Jacksonville. Uh, you know, Jacksonville. Go Jags. Yeah. Go Jags. Um, Mm-hmm. They they won today. Um, I of course knew this. Yeah, you well, you were watching the game, right? Yeah, you were wearing the the Jaguars gear that I that I gifted you. Definitely. Right? Um, yeah. It, I I always think of you whenever the Jags like kick off because I put my Jags gear on, and I'm like, mm. Neve is Neve is wearing hers right now too. Um. It makes yeah. me feel good and confident, and it's like the one thing that um, first stalls that like horrible sense of dread and anxiety that I would otherwise have as a Jags fan. Yeah, um, I would never betray that that good positive feeling you have. Yeah, by not watching and wearing the Jags gear that you want me. That's good because it's like really important to our friendship for me. Yeah, um, but yeah, so. Uh, cruise it took off from Jacksonville. Um, it went around Florida. Go Jags! Go Jags! Um, and then it ends. It <coughs> ends in Pensacola. Um, so it was pretty scenic, you know. Um, get to see all the. We stopped in Daytona Beach, which is just it's beautiful. Um, yeah. If you know like anything about Daytona, uh, it's there's a lot of motorcycles there which I'm super into. Yeah. Um, 
And then it, you know, um, you go. I, I'm a big fan of the the video game Daytona USA. Oh, uh, I've never played that one. The, yeah, you you've never played it. I bought you all that da- Daytona USA gear. Every time I boot up the Daytona USA arcade, I think about you wearing that gear. I thought I didn't know it was a game though. I thought it was just like you really like Daytona. Oh no, it's a game. Oh okay, okay. Um, well, I'll have to get that. I, I have been wearing it. Yeah. I was wearing it on the cruise. When we stopped in Daytona, I wore my Daytona USA gear. And uh, people were really psyched about it. Um, yeah. Short tangent. Um, being like from Florida, uh, a lot of my family vacations were to Florida uh, over the years. Because that's what people in Florida do. Uh, we just like vacation somewhere else in Florida. Uh it's it's a pretty unique form of psychosis, I think. Uh, but so we would vacation in Daytona. We did it a couple times. My favorite Daytona memory is... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So you just sent yeah. me a link to Daytona USA. So uh, click on this. We're going we're gonna to do a countdown. I want you to listen to the song with me because I don't know if you've heard this before. Okay. All right. Hold on, let me open um, it and pause it. Yeah. Also, sorry, I'm developing a cough, so... Um, okay, I, go ahead and count it down. Toddler has it, but... Anyway, uh, three, two, one, go. Okay, I'm, I'm listening to the song. Yeah. Feel free to turn it down a little. <laughs> What is the nationality of this band? Um, so this is like one this... guy. So I'm, I might be talking over you right now because, uh, I can feel, only hear the to turn it down. song. Uh, oh wait, that's right. But it reminds me a lot of Cruise yeah. and Exotica, which, uh, which was a good game. The N- uh, N64 Cruise and Exotica. Yeah. Yeah, so this song, I am I'm closing it. You're, you're closing. I still got it going because it's good. Okay, it, it is. It is really. But good. I guess I'll I will fade it down here. It is really good. My problem is that I can't hear you, and because of the way my computer manages audio feeds. Um, yeah. So that really um, captures the vibe, though. That song. Um, that like soaring yeah. optimism. Uh, that's really. Can I, can I just send you? Right now, I think I'm still going to be playing the theme song underneath, so so don't worry about like filling some silence. Okay. Uh, I just want you to, to watch just a little bit of this, just to see how. So this is the guy. This, this is guy the live music and and sings it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I just I need you to see him like singing. He looks good. I mean, he, in this still here, he's yeah. just like belting it out. Um. All right. I'm I'm opening it. Maybe I'll try and get this one in here, actually, because I'm I'm watching it now. It's good. Oh, I love this! I love this guy. <laughs> oh, oh, the like scat at the start. Okay. This is 
This guy is the coolest human God. being I've ever seen. Uh, for listeners at home, this is Mitsuyoshi Takanobu. Um, he's a composer. He also worked okay. on Virtual Fighter 2 and Shenmue. There we go. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. We, we can stop now, but... <laughs> I don't know if you can hear me. I'm just going to wait for you to be done listening and tell me that you're done. Everyone at home's just enjoying this music. All right, I'm in the I'm in the verse now. Yeah. Okay, I have to save some of this for later, so I'm, I'm closing it. Um, yeah. That was incredibly enjoyable. Um, I I don't know if um, Mitsuyoshi Takenobu has ever been to Daytona, um, but he, he might be slightly disappointed if he could go there. Um, yeah. Just because, like, I can just tell what as I'm watching him, like the vibe and like the vibe that he's imagining for this song. Um, yeah. And like just the the actual like uh you know, landscape of Daytona and all of that. Uh I, I think he might have some misconceptions. Um Daytona is more like The reality of Daytona is that it it's bike week every week in Daytona. Yeah. It's just like biker mecca, um, like overlaid on just like a shitty, gross, like another shitty, gross, like midsize Florida city. Um, and if you have any familiarity with Florida, you, you know, like what I'm talking about. I mean, imagine like Ocala basically but it's just got like a race is there and it's overrun it's like biker mecca um so frankly it's it's not super nice and then you know you have all of the like spring breaker stuff which um props to the city of daytona's like pr for uh like publicizing it an image that draws people to it but yeah, um, that's one I've never been able to, to figure out. Uh, so anyway, um, we went to Daytona a few times. We would often go to like my dad is a, another kind of tangent. My dad is absolutely obsessed with Florida, um, even though he lived here for like a huge part of his life. Um, so when we lived in Florida, and when we lived in Georgia, he would take us to Florida every single year for family vacation um so we ended up in the keys a lot that's pretty typical uh but then a couple years we would like end up in daytona for some reason so my favorite daytona memory is um we went out fishing like we had a trashy boat that he rented um and our like little house that we rented was um on like a canal so you could just like park mm. the boat in your backyard, basically, and then um, just hop on the boat, like get bait, 
bring it out to the boat and then just uh drive the boat out of the like dirty canal to the the ocean yeah um and so one time we went out for like hours didn't catch anything it was just hot like insufferably hot uh and i didn't really know how like I, I wasn't smart enough at that point. I was probably like 12. I wasn't smart enough to like cover myself. So I got really bad sunburn. Like the type where it's like blistering, like sun poisoning, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're rolling back into the uh, canal. Hadn't caught anything. I'm like, you know, extreme. My back is just destroyed. And we got a... Uh, I caught a fish and the fish, like when I reeled it in, I don't even remember what kind of fish it was. When I reeled it in, it had like an, an octopus, a small octopus, like crawling out of its gills. So it had either like tried to eat this octopus. And then the octopus, like as it was going down the, you know, whatever, I don't know if fish have an esophagus or how that works. The fish's throat. Yeah. It, like, stopped itself and then, like, managed to just, like, pry itself through the... Because, you know, oct- uh, octopi are very, like... They can fit through, you know, pretty much anything. Yeah. Um, it managed to, like, pry itself through the fish's gills. Uh, yeah. And so it was, like, in the process of escaping. Like, it had just almost escaped this, like, certain death. And then I yank mm. yanked it out of the water. <laughs> the fish this, and the octopus together. This is a together. terrifying story. Yeah, yeah. The fish <laughs> and the octopus together just yanked them both out of the water. And instead of, like, throwing the octopus back, which would have been my, the totally humane thing to do, and which I, which I would do now, um, for whatever reason, we were just like, all right, let's just keep this shit. Um, so my dad just, like, took the octopus and put it in a bucket. Now, he might have been, like he might've wanted to like throw it back once we got home or whatever. Um, but just like, because it was like cool and you know, whatever sun caught an octopus, maybe he wanted to like keep it so we could look at it. Um, and, uh, so we drove for like another 15 minutes, um, left it like in the bucket on the back of the boat. And, uh, by the time we got back to the, the house, like I went went out to the bucket and the octopus was gone. Yeah. So I don't know if it like I, I want to believe that it just like escaped somehow. Um yeah. cuz this is a pretty like crafty octopus, you know. We we've, yeah. we've seen this. Um <laughs> it already escaped death once. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um and that probably, you know, escaping from like a fish that's actually that has actually eaten you and is trying to swallow you. It's probably a little bit harder than escaping from like the death of like poorly oxygenated, uh, water and still water in a bucket. Um, yeah, but also a bird might've just come and eaten it. So that, that mystery is always stuck with me. Yeah. Um, the other thing about that, house that we're um, renting uh this is important detail i just want to like this is the i just i just i want to very quickly add something in this which is that uh 
octop- apparently octopuses can survive out of water for 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. Well, um, I mean, it's definitely dead now. So whether he, whether yeah. he was eaten then or, or probably like, you know, a day later, um, they don't live very long. I don't think so. Or they live the longest of any animal. No, that's not true. There's like the immortal animals. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know there were immortal animals. Um, yeah, did you not know this? Uh-uh. Um, so there's like some immortal jellyfish and stuff. There, there are these animals that can live forever. Whoa. Let me, let me look at this. Interesting. So I know there's <clears> like, <throat> you know, tortoises that live like over a hundred years, mm. um, upwards of like 200 years, I think. So, <clears throat> uh, to date, there's only one species that has been called biologically immortal it is the jellyfish, uh, Teratopsis dornai, which are small transparent animals, uh, that hang around in the oceans and, um, so they start as fertilized eggs, but then they can like revert to, so normally like in a, in a, um, like life cycle of a, a jellyfish, um, there would be like the gametes that would make a planular larvae and then you'd get these polyps on the ocean floor and then the uh, ephori would come up and then there's the medusae and that's like the old one. And then when it would die, it would fall to the ground and become a ball of cells and that would become the benthic polyps. But the, the this one can turn itself back into gametes. It can like revert to its childhood form. Interesting. Okay. Um, the DNA of that thing must be fascinating because I know there's like a DNA degradation. Uh, yeah. Or maybe DNA doesn't even come. In. This shows how much I know about like, uh, you know, cellular biology. Um, but anyway, okay. So um, this that's actually nicely related um, to um, to the last detail I was going to bring up, which is. Um, under the couch. So all of this stuff in the, in this house was like, it was Florida furniture. Um, I don't know Mm. how to explain it other than that. Um, but under the couch, there was like just hot dogs. Someone had just like, go on. You you had a question. (laughs) No, I continue on. (laughs) Okay, yeah, so there were hot dogs under the catch. Yeah. So that's the that's the other thing that really stands out to me about <laughs> that um that trip. Okay, so are they are they packaged? No, they were not packaged. Okay. They were they were loose. Loose hot dogs under the couch. <laughs> now it was horrific. Okay. Anyway, this stuff is reminding me of uh, the common trips that I took as a kid too. Right. Well, before I just need to finish. Like, we'll we'll hear okay. we'll hear about Hot your dogs. trips. Like, we'll hear about that. Yeah. At some point. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the hot dogs were under, but they were like. Um, the weird thing about the hot dogs is they weren't. Uh, it wasn't just like someone just shot them out of the package, you know, just like cut open the package and like squeezed them out under underneath the couch. 
Um, yeah. They were like in various states of like being eaten or, or uh, disassembly, I would say. Well, um, now was that by human or by. Or by like, immortal creature. Or or just by like mice or something. It, you know? it could have been either one. Um I mean, probably more likely that some mice, like a rat or something, um, someone left the hot dogs out or in the garbage, and then something got in and like, you know, dragged it into its like lair to to eat them. Uh yeah. So, I mean, that's a plausible explanation, but in my memory, they sure looked like, it looked like a human had been eating them. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, what I was going to say on the, on this cruise, it was great. You know, we saw all of the, all of the red tide and, um, you know, all that, um, Gulf water and everything that's great about Florida, uh, but the the problem was I forgot to do my squirt regimen. Um, so normally I have like pretty standard um, supplements and vitamins and stuff I take. Uh, most important is squirt. Um, you have to do your daily dose of squirt. Um, and I just like forgot, you know, how, when you go on vacation, that happens. But yeah. Um, so that's that's why I got COVID, um, unfortunately. Um, I'm still like kicking myself for it. Uh, yeah, but it's just not easy to get squirt on a cruise. Yeah, you just got to remember the the handy acronym, or or I get is it no, is this an acronym? Uh, A B S. Always be squirting. That's that's an acronym. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's what uh I've got a button in my car that that says that. And I always when you uh, when you push it, it's it loudly announces through like the car horn system. ABS always be squirting. Yeah, ABS ABS is on. Um that's what yeah. it says for me. It just says ABS on, and the manual says don't keep it on all the time, um, or else it's actually dangerous if you don't. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I mean that's really just just confirming like my my error there. Um, so yeah, anyway, I'm sorry your your childhood trips. Um, yeah, were there hot dogs involved. Um, mm, I guess. Not not notably under any sofas or anything. Okay. Uh, so the one big one, I, f- I, I feel like I've mentioned this at least to you before, if not on this podcast. Um, my dad really liked the Grand Canyon, so we drove down there. From um, Michigan? We like, yes, from Michigan. What is that like? Uh, many, many summers 18 hours? Uh, it's a long, yeah, it's like a, a cart. You know, it's a road trip type of vacation. Yeah. We were on the road for a while. I just have the image uh, of your family in this car with Daytona Let's Go Away. just like blaring. Windows down. You're driving through like Indiana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
And an important note is that I get car sick, so yeah, that was the, that was <clears throat> unpleasant times um, in general. But the other big trip is that uh, we would go up to Sleeping Bear Dunes, uh, which is in Michigan. Uh, it's sort of if you if you do the hand method of the Michigan map. Do you know this method? No. Where you you hold out your right hand, palm towards you. And there's like the thumb and then the, the fingers. Okay, I'm doing it right If you look right at now. a map of Michigan, you will you will understand. If you look at Michigan, you will understand how this fits with geography. So like the tip of the pinky, the tip of your pinky, that's where Sleeping Bear Dunes is. Okay. Um, and it's just like a bunch of like beach and dune stuff. Um, so yeah, we went up there a lot. It was sort of like a common camping sort of vacation for us. Uh, like family trip. Um, I remember my brother who ran like cross country and track, uh, he would try to run up and it's like huge dunes. He would run up the dune as like practice while we were there. Was this in the summer? Um, yeah, usually. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then there's, uh, a funny story that my dad tells. Cause so my dad was a pastor. Um, I guess he still is. Um, I was like, wait, did something but, happen? But back then he was a pastor as well. Um, and so there's one time I, I was really little. I didn't know that this happened where uh, we were hiking through the dunes, which is like a lot of trekking up, like, you know, like dunes are, are made of sand. It's like hard to walk up because it's constantly like kind of falling away under your feet when you're walking up like that. Um, anyway, we were, we were going up the dunes and, um, and my dad was like a little bit further ahead. Uh, and he saw a couple having sex and was like, oh, this is going to be too hard. Let's turn around. Like, you know, trying to to redirect. And my my mom was like, no, it's fine. We've been up. And then, you know, uh, also saw before we did and they went back. But my dad remembered. Uh, so the the woman was on top. And she had like long red hair that she like kind of threw with like a, a flick of her. Uh, they didn't see my parents, the, the couple having sex. Um, anyway, like a year later, a couple comes to him who they want to get married and they want to get married on like the sleeping bear dunes because it's a really important place to them. Um, and my dad throughout the entire like thing was like, I, I feel like I recognize these people and uh... I don't know. I like, I don't know where I saw them. And then she flicked her head so that her like hair did the same thing. Uh, and then he was like, Oh yeah, I bet those dunes are really important to you. <laughs> <laughs> did he do it? <laughs> so Yeah. Wow. He did their wedding. You never told them. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, um, yeah. You're like that year. Your family trip is basically just like somebody's indie, like, drama film yeah um but there's also so the other thing we sometimes we go to Mackinac island uh which is also sort of it's like closer to the bridge that goes to the upper peninsula but it's also like northern like it's like more like the the top of like your middle finger if you're looking at your hand oh yeah well i'm um, looking at the map of michigan now so i'm actually like holding yeah. my hand up to my computer screen um it works um I've always wondered, yeah. like, what what the purpose of my, that sixth finger that just, like, runs over all the other ones. It just, like, curls over the top. 
Yeah. Yeah. And finally, like, it's finally come in, um, come in handy here. Yeah. Um, but so the other, I forget the exact place, but, uh, we would go more just like heading West from where we are. So like, this would be like more down in your Palm area. Uh, we would go to, uh, like my, my mom would sometimes rent, uh, like a cabin, basically like a little thing on the beach, like a beach house, I guess. Um, and we would go there, especially around like, uh, Sagatuck. Um, and that was the one time I got a really bad sunburn because I wasn't being careful on the beach and everything. Um, and so I spent most of, uh, one of the times I went, this was like right after Emily and I started dating. Um, I spent basically all of it reading, uh, all of the Iliad and, um, the Odyssey. Uh, Uh I just like, didn't want to, like I was sunburned. I didn't want to go outside. So I was just inside and I just read the entirety of both of those. So, that's kind of awesome. Yeah. That's my other big memory from those trips. Every, but I feel like every like passage the big where it's like to. the sun was like bearing down on the yeah. crew and <laughs> yes, Odysseus yes. is writhing with dehydration and uh, <laughs> it's just fucking like dying out in the heat. You're like, I feel yeah. that. Um, and there was that whatever the that fire that they did too. Where they would like burn the the, the other boats. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I was just like, yeah, I'm feeling that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That's that's great. Yeah, that that sounds like a really pleasant read when your when your back's falling off. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, I was like severely peeling. It was it was an unpleasant time. Yeah, having a like melting your back off on summer vacation is definitely it's a good rite of passage. No matter where you're from. Mm-hmm. And on that so quiet. peaceful note. It was it was so faint. It was. It was so quiet. It, anyway. I needed that. Um Well, thank you for joining us today. I'm gonna try and do the rest fast, but that was so quiet and soft that I, I it's hard for me to launch into it. Thank you for joining us today. Next time we'll be reading chapter 21 from volume one. You can find the full schedule at xboardio slash schedule. If questions for us, send them to uh, ghostdiverspod at gmail.com. Oh, we have an email to do. I forgot. We'll do it next time. Um, you can get early access episodes of this podcast and many others by becoming a $1 patron of the network at exportaw.io or listen a week before the public feeds. Or for $5, you get exclusive access to Pop Down Funk, a weekly podcast where Autumn and Nora roll around on Funko Pop and have to watch something from that media franchise. $5 will also get you exclusive monthly bonus episode of Export Audio's no longer newest podcast, Coffee and Comic Books. It's no longer newest because Autumn and Nora just launched part of my franchise, although it's mostly going to be a Nora thing, I think, uh, moving forward after the, the initial one. But right now they're doing George A. Romero's Of the Dead series. It's about like movie franchises where you're like, they made seven of these. Um, I don't think they're going to do Starship, uh, Starship Troopers next, which is what I've been saying previously. Uh, if you like this podcast, please tell a friend. They can find the fee- uh, free feed at exportaudio slash Putin or by searching Pottering Putin on their podcast of choice. If you like listening to us talk, we do a lot more of that over at Ghost Divers, which you can find at exportaudio slash Ghost Divers or by searching Ghost Divers on your podcast of choice. You can find the show at Pondering uh, at Ponder Putin on Twitter or just at Putin on co-host. You can find me at Fox Omnia on Twitter and co-host where you can check my pinned tweet or my pinned to Chost and uh, find links to all of my podcasts. Where can people find you, Connor? Uh, y'all can find me at Rablaze, R-E-B-V-L-E-A-S, on Twitter and co-host. 
And our opening theme is Ninganante by Yoshida Takaro, and taking us out today is Lost in Space, main title by John Williams. Class dismissed. Peter.